It's Mac and Annie after the show, episode number 68. And, uh, well, first off, apparently uh, thieves are getting a little more clever. Uh, one thief in Poland has discovered a way to uh, rob a mall. Now, he sits with a bag in his hand. Took the whole mall. Yeah. Well, he, he tried eventually. <laughs> with a so, bag? Yeah. What he did one is. One big baggie. Ziploc? Went... <laughs> <laughs> had to be a gallon size. Uh, he goes in front of the you know, the front store windows, you know, where the displays are, mm. and he stands motionless for hours. Oh, like a mannequin. Like a mannequin. So mm. the, the mall closes, the store closes, the last customer leaves, and he goes about doing his stuff. Now, uh, the police said that uh, he posed in the window display motionless until the mall closed for hours. Once the last customer left, he goes out and he robs a jewelry stand inside the mall. Now, authorities said he came back for round two on another occasion. Now, this time he went to a food place, ate all he could, and then came back again and had some more food after he stole an outfit. I wonder what he did, though, because it seems like everywhere you go anymore, there's security cameras that run. Oh, yeah. You would think there would be some kind of camera around there. Well, Mm -hmm. which there ended up being because he came back for a third time. (laughs) And they noticed him on camera, and somebody could spot him, and they figured out who the guy was, and now he's looking at 10 years. Oh, well. Uh, 10 years? Uh, would you want to spend 10 years in a Polish prison? Would you want to spend any time in a prison? No, not, I mean, not, not, I wouldn't <laughs> want to spend 10 years in ours, let alone a Polish prison, but goodness. You know, you got to look out, dude. I saw this today. 85% of people think the traditional wedding cake smash is a terrible idea. It's probably all women. I don't like it. What do you think? No, I've, I've you know I've never been a fan of that. It's like it just yeah, it's gets like, messy. Because the brides, we don't want our makeup and hair all messed up because of the cake. And that took hours to put you yes, know to get together. Yeah, big deal. And you still got pictures to take for the rest of the night or day, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. So um, how many say they're against it? Eighty-five percent. Well, I, I get that. I, we talked about it ahead of time. Going, no, we're not going to do that. Yeah. And we yeah. told the DJ, no, we're not going to do that either. So it's like. But there's been guys on the Internet lately um, being ripped apart because even though the bride asked not to do it, he still did it anyway. Anyways. Yeah. One woman actually filed for divorce the day wow. after. <laughs> that's what you get. But anyway, that's a side note because I saw, you know, there's a real hotel that the movie The Shining was based off of. It's uh, the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado, Uh and people are wanting to have their weddings there now. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Would you want to get married in a, uh, like a horror movie set? Grand Hotel? Uh, Not me, but I know Halloween is a, Halloween's actually a big day for weddings for a lot of people. Well, a lot a of lot, people like Halloween as much as they do Christmas. They yeah, a lot of people embrace that holiday. Mm-hmm. That's where they go all out. We used to work with somebody here used to go all out for Halloween, but yeah, I mean, I don't know if I'd want to get married in a in a haunted venue or not, or at least one that was in a haunted well, movie. Well, I mean, it's a big deal hotel, so mm-hmm. I'm sure it's gorgeous. I've never, I mean, I wonder if it looks like the movie, the the hotel in the, the movie, in the, the Shining. Shining. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I've never. I didn't see pictures, but it's a it's a destination for some weddings, I guess. Lately, well, speaking of weddings, apparently there's an angry woman in Bolivia who was so jealous that her ex 
was marrying someone else. She shows up to the wedding. She's uninvited, but she shows up. <laughs> and, d- did you see this? No. What she do- what she does? I'm just well, thinking, uh, oh, the pettiness. I love it. <laughs> I, well, wait till you get to what she did. She opens up her purse and pulls out, let's call it excrement, and throws it on the bride. Oh, that's terrible. Absolutely. What? Uh, the bride. No the bride's hair, face, it. and white dress were covered in it. Oh, that's gross. Now, later on, the wife, or the, the new bride, posts on social media. She goes, I hope the ex-girlfriend will let us live in peace now. Nope. That, that she got a revenge. Happen. That's not going to happen. Uh, but, I mean, that's very diplomatic. She sounds psychotic. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, that's really civil. But, I mean, those four were, I mean, I would be totally ticked. I mean. No, there's no way. They're never gonna have peace. Oh no! If she's, I mean, that's that's just. That's did she get arrested nuts. or anything? I'm sure she was arrested and released, but the uh, apparently the the new couple aren't gonna press charges. They just want to move be on. Left alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. That might be the smart way to go with it. Yeah, but I'm, I usually don't do the smart thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has to end the. That's the, the, whatever. The Hatfield McCoy feud. Yeah. Okay, so there's a story here from the Western Journal that says CVS stores in Washington, D.C. are displaying framed products, like portraits of their products, instead of actually putting them on the shelves because of theft. So if you go to the store, you have to get someone. (laughs) I guess you point to the picture. Wow. And then somebody has to come over and bring the items to you. And do you know, it's not happening here, and it better not, because I won't go there anymore. But there's some Target stores in different rural areas um, that are doing that. Really? Just putting pictures up. And then if you want a product, then you have to go get a store attendant to come and get you the actual items. Which isn't going to work for me because um, women don't shop like that. No, you have. We I mean, like to look, pick up, touch, smell, whatever. You want to browse. You want to have yeah, your time. Yeah, that's the whole point. Otherwise, I could stay home and shop from my phone. You know, guys could do it because, you know, guys yeah. are like, okay, I'm going to get this and I'm going to go pick yeah, it up and i Yeah, but would you, if you had to wait for a store to, oh, no. to come over and unlock a case or go get the item? I, that's just not. No, like you said, I mean, if you're going to do that, you might as well shop from home mm-hmm. and, and do it. I mean, they've been doing it with razor blades and cold medicine for, you know, 10 years or more. But regular items? Yeah, but items? if I have to do that with every item no. that I want to purchase, it's just not going to happen anymore. I'll go somewhere else. That just takes too much time. Uh-huh. I mean, I get they're trying to deter theft, but is that the only way to do it? Is that um, the answer? I don't know. But it was really surprising to see all these women online a couple weeks ago. Like I said, it's not happened to the one here. But they were talking about their Target stores. And they said, I'm not in a, like, a big populated city. I'm in a suburban, you know, little community. This is my local Target. I've been coming here forever. And all the products are behind glass cases. Wow. Oh, no, I hope that doesn't happen here. But so far, where we are. Knock on wood that it didn't get here. Okay, uh, 10 signs that you have a high IQ, and you're going to be shocked that you might be sitting across from the smartest man in the world. Uh Uh-oh. Number one, you're a night owl. Well, does that count when you wake up really early and go to work? 
I mean, mm, night I think is between seven and twelve, probably. Well, I'm going to take credit for that one anyway because I worked stupid early. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, number two, you like to learn new things. You like to learn new things. Uh-huh. We uh, and I mean, I'm a night owl. Yeah, uh, people often call you too sensitive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, see, that, that's you, that, not me. So, uh, number three is off the list for me. Uh, number four, you have a strong sense of humor. That's kind of what we do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, number five, you're musically inclined. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also what we do around here. Gosh, I'm uh, a I, genius. Yeah. I, I, who knew? Uh, <laughs> I could play the saxophone. Uh, you enjoy being alone and need your space. Mm, yeah. On occasion, alone is okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't. I don't want to be alone forever, but you know, on occasion, uh, you have a large vocabulary. Mm, I don't know about that. I mean, I can say a lot of words. I don't know if I know, actually know what they mean. <laughs> <laughs> they say the more you read, the bigger your vocabulary. And I read a lot. It's just I don't keep the information. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like high school was for me. I could read it. I didn't really retain yeah. it. <laughs> uh, number eight, puzzles and complex problems excite you. Oh, no. I wouldn't say that. See, I, I love crossword puzzles. Okay. Not necessarily the puzzles you put together with a thousand pieces of Big Ben. No, I, that's not my thing, but crossword so puzzles. So did you like word problems, like in math? Um, I, I didn't have a problem with that. I kind of oh, I hated those things. I, I, enjoy, I enjoyed, I was one of like the five people that enjoyed math. Uh, self-discipline comes naturally. Yeah, that I think, I'd say you know, yes to. I, I think because, you know, more of us are doing more than one thing, especially at work. Mm-hmm. That you have to kind of have self-discipline, make sure everything gets done. And number 10... You're an avid reader. Mm. That might be you. Because does it count if it's fiction or does it have to be nonfiction? No, it just says you're an avid reader. It doesn't okay. matter if it's fiction, nonfiction. So all I, right. I think you have at least seven or eight of these. You have to have all of them? No, no. I just say just those are signs that Ooh. you are that you have a high IQ. <sighs> Who knew? Maybe we should take a uh, an IQ test. We should. <laughs> just saying. Are there household chores, like mundane chores kind of around your house that you consider relaxing? Uh, doing the dishes. Me too. Yeah, I like. I, I really I don't mind doing the dishes. It. Especially this time of year, like uh, when it's kind of chilly, it's cold. I love to put, my hands get cold all the time. And so if I can put my hands in hot water. Oh, nice. Just I'll wash some dishes by hand. Yeah. I'll do it just for that excuse to get my hands warm. But there is something really relaxing about it. And there was a survey done recently. It said 91% of people agree that uh, tranquility can be found in performing everyday tasks. 56% think chores can be more relaxing than yoga or meditation. Yeah. I don't do either one of those. So, yeah, chores I do. Because you can get into something. Like, you have to be in that mode, though. Say, like, if you're, I don't know, sometimes I like to clean off a bookshelf. Mm-hmm. And you just kind of get get your stuff together in one spot. Then take everything off. And you can just zone out while you're, I don't know. I guess that's why it's relaxing. Yeah, I mean, I, I like a clean bathroom. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it's kind of cathartic to clean the bathroom just to, Then when you're done, you see the results. Yeah, and everything feels tidy and put back together, and I it's a good feeling. It's like instant gratification. Oh yeah, is making your bed a chore? You think? Yeah, because I. But man, it doesn't take very long. Yeah, I I cannot leave the house until I make my bed. We used to have in our old house. We had an 
upstairs that was like a one and a half story house. So the upstairs was just a great big bedroom and then a master bathroom. Mm-hmm. And so no one but me and my husband ever went up there. And so my mother-in-law asked me once, she's like, okay, here's the question, Annie. Do you make your bed every day since <laughs> you guys are the, I said, yes, I do. But uh, it's because I like the extra steps I get walking back okay. and forth around there the bed. <laughs> and I said, um, I just can't stand to get into a bed if it hasn't been made all day. So right. that's just my, I guess, my weird tidiness. Yeah, I think for me, it's just thing. having something that, you know, okay, I did this. Now I can, you know, move on and go to work, make my breakfast and go to work. Yeah. My husband had a book that he was reading a long time ago, and I think it was called Make Your Damn Bed. Because, and it was written by this guy. Oh, gosh, I'm going to forget. But his theory was if you get up and you make your bed right away, you've accomplished one task. Okay. okay. And then it kind of piles on from there. So that was the theory. And so I love that my husband's somebody that will make the bed if he's the last one in it and I don't have to worry about it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have though. that weird tidiness thing. I don't want to get into bed if it's been unmade all day. That's just me. Well, that's that's not crazy at all. My no. kids did not get that. <laughs> uh, my kids are in that same boat, too. <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> After I draw off with that towel, I'm just going to leave it here. Somebody will pick it up. Uh, that does it for this week. We will try to do better next.